Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. So did you see today's impeachment hearing in the Senate? Can I paraphrase a tale of two cities? It was the best of lawyering. It was the worst of lawyering. And once again, let's ask ourselves the question, do we have any hope? of justice, because justice matters. Hey all, Glenn Kirshner here. So yes, I'm in a very different setting right now. Uh, I'm home. And it has been such a long day of covering the impeachment trial. And I had a series of appearances that I'm not even going to make it out to my studio tonight. Uh, admittedly, it's only about a seven minute commute out to historic downtown Leesburg, but um, I'm not up for the commute. So I just want to do a quick recap from home uh, of today's impeachment trial. Always have to have the air quotes around the the word trial, because what we saw is the farthest thing from a trial. It is a uniquely and exclusively political proceeding. And I've begun calling it the impeachment confirmation hearing, because all we're really trying to do is see whether enough Republicans will confirm that Donald Trump should be held accountable for inciting an insurrection. And given the way things played out today, I'm not feeling confident that they will hold him accountable. But let's talk about the good news first, because the good news was the remarkable performances of the House impeachment managers. Those would be the prosecutors. Opened with Congressman Raskin giving an amazingly emotional presentation, not only of the insurrection itself, but of um, what he suffered and what his family suffered as a result of being inside the U.S. Capitol as that was unfolding. And, you know, his, his daughter was with him, his, I believe, 24-year-old daughter, and his son-in-law was there. And they ended up barricaded in, um, uh, I believe, Steny Hoyer's office, um, hoping that they weren't um, hurt or worse by the insurrectionists. And it sort of culminated with a conversation that Congressman Raskin had with his daughter when he said, I promise next time you come to the Capitol, it won't be like this, it will be safe. And his daughter said, Dad, I don't ever wanna come to the Capitol again. And that is what Donald Trump has wrought that sort of harm that he has done to our country and her people. And then 
Congressman Joe Nagus gave a powerhouse presentation, as did Congressman Cicilline. They covered all the bases, the legal, the factual, the precedential, the historical, and the emotional. And then came Donald Trump's lawyers. And it was a sad performance, if I can be generous. Um, and th the worst thing about it, well, there's so many bad things. One of the worst things about it is they didn't even try to make an argument to refute the most powerful pieces of information that prove that what's going on right now, trying the case of an impeached president is absolutely the right thing to do because there are two powerful pieces of information or evidence that prove that a former president can be tried in a Senate impeachment trial. Here they are. One is the very language of the Constitution, the exact wording of the Constitution, because it says the Senate shall have the sole power to try all impeachments. This is an impeachment. Now, the defense attorneys argue that, well, because he's not still the president, the Senate can't try this impeachment. Well, the Constitution says the Senate has the sole power to try all impeachments. There is no footnote. There is no caveat. There is no asterisk. It doesn't say all impeachments unless the president resigned in time. So the very text, the plain language of the Constitution, proves the Senate has the authority to try this impeachment. The other thing is the precedent. The precedent that the defense attorneys didn't even take on. Now, what do I mean by precedent? Usually, I mean that a court has decided an issue, and that serves as precedent. The Supreme Court has said, and whatever the Supreme Court said is precedent. Here's the thing. Impeachment is a uniquely and exclusively political proceeding, so the courts won't touch it. There's something called the political question doctrine. Courts have said, we will not litigate uniquely political questions. Impeachment hearings are uniquely political questions and proceedings. So there will be no court precedent, Supreme Court or otherwise, saying whether you can or you can't try in an impeachment trial a former president. But there is other precedent. There's historical precedent. And when you don't have court precedent to turn to, because it's not a court issue, you have to look at the historical precedent in this country. How has our nation handled this exact circumstance previously? And we've handled it only one way, several times. Let me use as the marquee example, the way we handled it with respect to the Secretary of War, like a precursor to the Secretary of Defense, a guy named William Belknap. In 1876, he was impeached. The Secretary of War, Belknap, resigned. Guess what we did next? We tried him in the Senate in an impeachment trial 
even though he had resigned. That's historical precedent. That's political precedent. That's procedural precedent. And that proves those two things, the Constitution and the political precedent, prove beyond all doubt, case closed, the Senate gets to try Donald Trump, even though he's no longer president. But here is what the defense did, and they did it successfully. They gave the Republicans an out. They gave him an out. And the out is the jurisdictional out. They said, because the Constitution doesn't allow this, mind you, they have no legitimate argument that the Constitution doesn't allow it, but they made the argument anyway, because they don't care about the facts or the law. They only care about the politics of it. They said the Constitution doesn't allow this, so jurisdictionally it's not permitted. And what was the vote? The vote was 44 to 56 in favor of, no, we can do this constitutionally, and it, the, the impeachment trial will now move to the next phase. But 44 Republicans said, oh, we're going to take the jurisdictional out. We don't want to have to deal with the question of whether Donald Trump should be held accountable for launching a violent, deadly insurrection on the U.S. Capitol. We don't want to talk about that. So we'll take the jurisdictional out, even though there's no support for it. So here's how I want to finish up, folks. You've probably heard lawyers say this before. Yeah, I usually sneer when I say lawyers. I'm not crazy about lawyers. Um, you may have heard us say some version of the following. When you have the facts on your side, pound on the facts. When you have the law on your side, pound on the law. When you have neither on your side, just pound on the table. Make some noise. Try to distract people. Well, I'm going to add one last line to that old saying because it's what I saw today from Donald Trump's lawyers. Yes, if you've got the law on your side, pound on the law. If you've got the facts on your side, pound on the facts. But in an impeachment trial, if you've got neither on your side, just pound on partisanship and cowardice and weakness. Because partisanship and cowardice and weakness resonates with the Republicans in the Senate. 44 of them bit. They took the false jurisdictional out and they took it based on partisanship and cowardice and weakness and frankly, a lack of patriotism. So what we saw today represented the best of us in Congressman Raskin and Neguse and Cicilline, and the worst of us, giving a false out to weak Republicans. Maybe they'll surprise us. Maybe a few more will sprout a couple of vertebrae, if not an entire spine, when it comes time to vote on whether Donald Trump should be held accountable for launching that insurrection. He is accountable. He launched it. He told them to get down there and stop. 
what was going on. That's an action word. Stop. He told them to stop what? The steal. Because he lied to them to whip them up into that frenzy. They stole your vote. They stole your president from you because they took it from me. Right? They're stealing your country. Get down there and stop it. And these Trump supporters in body armor and helmets with makeshift weapons. No, Donald Trump had no idea they were going to go stop what was going on in the U.S. Congress. You know, the law says we can infer that you intend the natural and probable consequences of your words. Donald Trump's words were get down there and stop the steal. The natural and probable consequences, they went down there and they stopped the certification of Joe Biden's win. They stopped it dead in its tracks. They didn't defeat it because we got back on track and we finished up what the Constitution says we are required to do, but they stopped it. Donald Trump launched that insurrection. And as of right now, it looks like 44 cowardly Republicans are going to take the false jurisdictional out. So, you know, they won't have an angry tweet. I guess no more tweets. They won't run the risk of losing Donald Trump's base. That is shameful. That is a violation of their oath to support and defend the Constitution and to support the people of the United States. They are disrespecting their own constituents, those 44 Republican senators. Thank you for indulging me tonight, folks, with the different setting. I will be back in my office tomorrow morning and look forward to talking about what I had hoped to talk about today. This is the teaser, I guess. Uh, tomorrow, I'm very excited to talk about how Joe Biden just announced that he will be asking for the resignations of almost all U.S. attorneys except two. And by Joe Biden making that decision, I couldn't be more proud of our president or of our administration. And I'll explain why in tomorrow's video. But in the meantime, folks, please stay safe. Please stay tuned. And I very much look forward to talking with you all again tomorrow.